0: Welcome to another iteration of Up On The Lookout Storytime. If you're not familiar with what this mini-series is, it sort of acts like a bonus compilation of some of my latest and greatest what-if stories on my YouTube channel. And if you do like these, do leave a review on your respective podcasting platform of choice. It really does help support the show, as well as sharing it with your friends if you want to have an audio-only version of My What If Stories with slightly better audio quality than is possible on video. But I do hope that you're enjoying this. The story that we're actually talking about today is a continuation of the story that I was talking about last time about freezer turning good and if you haven't listened to that episode already, I do strongly recommend that you go back and listen to that first episode before we continue with today's story If you wish to support the podcast and want to see some of my other water stories making the jump to audio only formats, you can go to marsico.cc/lookout for more information and with that, Let's have a little reminder about what happened last time. In the last part, we established the beginnings of the change to take place within Frieza. Instead of Goku actually doing the deed and changing Frieza's ways, it ultimately came from a desperate tactic and then some badly chosen words said to the wrong person. King Cold realized that what he thought was the ultimate successor to his superior empire was not as impervious nor as impressive as he had thought, and as a result of Freezer's actions and lack of response and enthusiasm for revenge, he lost his title and then ultimately even his place within the ranks of the Cold Force. This tale isn't about wanting to be good, it's Freezer having to start over as a nobody, his worst fear. You know how it was with Frost in Dragon Ball Super, after it was revealed that he was a con artist, it's that sort of vibe that we're going for here. So, without further ado, let's carry on with our tale about how Frieza might have handled this whole chicanery. So sit back, relax, and let's begin with part two of What If Frieza Turned Good. Where we last left Frieza, he had managed to find himself a ship and hightailed it out of King Cold's sight. The king himself allowing this to happen, as his estimations of his former favourite pretty pink princess, had vastly decreased in just a few short days. He was effectively casting him out, but without having to do any of the dirty work. The weakling had shown himself out. Good. He won't last long out there, not with people knowing who he is. Ah. But that's the thing, Cold. It turns out you're wrong. This could be the best thing that could have happened to Frieza. There isn't much going for him right now, but this is something. Who would know what he looked like? Frieza's final form was known only to some select Cold Force higher ups King Cold himself, obviously, Berry Blue and Kikono, and of course, now Goku, Vegeta, and some of the Dragon Team. As for your average Space Joe out there, They have no clue that Freezer had transformations. His first form to them was his only form, so this could mean a whole new world was open to Freezer. Nobody would know what he looked like, especially his mechanical robotic variation. But that's not what is on his mind right now. All he cares about right now is getting far away from his former domain, the place he once called home the life he had lived since the day he was born, it was all change from here on out. King Kai had been paying attention to Frieza since he returned to his homeworld and could not believe what was going on. With Goku and Yardrat, he was getting a little tense and nervy, but this time it felt different. Frieza wasn't heading anywhere in particular, and nor was he in his mothership, his usual mode of transportation. He was just in a little planet hopper without any sense of direction nor a trajectory. Goku, you won't believe what I'm receiving here. Freeze has gone rogue. Goku listens to what King Kai has to say and then asks whether he poses any kind of trouble for his friends on Earth. Hard to say, but from the way he's piloting that craft and from what I can sense from his energy, he's in no conditioned amount of challenge. I'll keep an eye on him and let you know. Goku takes this to mean that there is no need to do anything, and so, his Grandmaster Pibara instructs him to continue his meditation, to learn more about spirit control, as well as, of course, the basic technique, instant transmission. Frieza is indeed not aiming for any world in particular. He is taking time to process what just happened. His robotic arm, or what's left of it, is crushed and in need of repair. His empire is gone, and he can't be sure whether people would try to rat him in to his father should he venture onto a planet that was formerly controlled by himself. But he can't just keep flying in place forever. He would need to stop for fuel and supplies eventually. He may be mostly robotic, but he does miss the simple pleasure of a good glass of rosé wine. He checks the database of planets that are under the Empire's control and locates a world which was considered to be the organization's dumping grounds. That could be somewhere that might be able to build him a new appendage. It's not far from here, and if he were to leave this foraging any longer, this could mean exploration. Frantically, he changes course and lands on this junkyard planet seeking components and people who might be able
1: to build him a new arm. What do you want, droidy boy? I'm sorry, what did you call me? Droidy boy, on the account that you're a droid. Don't you know who I am? How dare you talk to your superior? Freezer
0: clams up, realizing he's digging himself into a hole that he really doesn't have to
1: dig. The mook leans in fiercely. No, I don't. If you ain't gonna treat me right, then this transaction will be terminated. Personally. Zenny drops. This guy has no clue who he is. He can
0: just charm his way to a new arm in no time, with no worry of his father finding him. All he has to do is play along with this bozo, and he will be on his way and able to right this wrong and get his empire back lickety-split. Freeza apologizes for his outburst and then decides to humbly request that he is acting for Lord Frieza, and requests that a new droid arm be constructed for this, a mere lackey who had just gotten himself into one too many scraps. I'm sure the irony is not lost on you, good sir. Now, be a dear and patch me up, would you? You wouldn't want to upset the boss upstairs, right? The mechanic gets up panicking.
1: Uh, y- yes, uh, of course. Uh, you uh, y- y- you got any credits? Credits? I'm sorry, what? Well, credits. If Lord Frieza sent you, he would have sent a credit chip with you for the materials. But, but, but,
0: but you got the materials already. This whole planet is made of the materials
1: practically, you buffoon. The buffoon reverts to his more surly demeanor. Freezer or no, Freezer, credits is how we do business here. If you are indeed who you say you are, you would know. You don't get anything in this empire for free, so no credits, no patching up. Now scram, unless you want to work for it. Freeze's eye twitches. Work?
0: Seriously? Him? Sing for his supper? <laughs> Never. But where else would he find such an ample bounty of tech to repair his damaged body? He was lucky that this guy didn't grass him up right there and then to King Cold. He just wants cash or at least a little bit of elbow grease. fine I'll...
1: work. Hmm, I'm glad you came around, droidy boy. Now you better get started, because you're gonna be working for a long time. Freezer turns to a pile of metal which was
0: several hundred feet high and was regretting his decision immediately. King Kai was trying his best not to laugh at what he was seeing, Frieza doing menial jobs? <laughs> what a new low. The king was creased up on the ground, causing Bubbles and Gregory to be concerned for their boss's health and well-being. Several hours pass, and the mechanic comes out to check and finds the pile of junk gone. The hillock was nowhere to be seen. All organized in the right place. Frieza was sat on the ground, impatiently waiting for the bozo to return.
1: What? What? I don't believe it. This should have taken you weeks to shift. How did you do that? Freezer turns and responds lazily. It's not that
0: difficult. I'm not a weakling, you know. Nor am I a simpleton. Big stuff goes there, small stuff goes there, wires and cables go here. You'd have to be a filthy monkey to not understand that. The now bewildered buffoon raises his cap and beckons Freezer to follow him. The name's Kit. I'll get you your arm. Surprised to see this Kit change his tune, Freezer follows and sits down to have this new arm fitted. Finally, some kind of service. While Kit fixes up a robotic arm from one of his stock, he explains that nobody has ever been able to finish organising that pile in the past three years. People tried to score free parts by doing this task, but they either just give up and leave the planet, or they
1: just kill over and die. This guy here not only did it, but did it in record time. I'm grateful for that, buddy. It's not every day you come across a superpowered drifter. Actually, there's never been a day that's happened. Thank you. This old man's pretty grateful. Lisa turns away, not responding to the gratitude at all. Nobody
0: had ever said thank you to him for what he did before. Well, never with any kind of sincerity or lack of quivering fear in their voice. This was genuine gratefulness. (sighs) Whatever. He was getting an arm, and he'll be gone in no time
1: flat. Whatever. Just hurry up so I can get off this dump. Whatever you say, Droidy Boy. I have a name. Oh, is that right? Well, I don't care to know. Not one for names except my own. Besides, I like Droidy Boy enough that calling you anything else would be weird. <laughs> As Freezer leaves the planet eventually with a new
0: arm, he is left feeling quite refreshed. Yes, he would naturally feel better with no broken bits to his frame. Kit had tidied up some more of his broken components as an act of goodwill. He did some work and got rewarded for it with actual sincerity. He had been feeling a little bored of getting everything he wanted prior to Goku and his cronies taking everything from him. But this was no sign of wanting to be friends with them or anything. Thanks to them, he was left with nothing but a ship and a drifter's life ahead of him for the rest of his days. But now, he just had to make do and regroup. At least he could pilot the ship with two arms now. So, what happens next? Well, this does cause some other stuff to happen with the good guys. With Mecha-Freezer preoccupied with his own endeavors, Future Trunks arrives on Earth to see no signs of Freezer, his father, or anyone resembling them. Nobody was here. Not even the Dragon Team. Huh. This is weird. Mom definitely said that this was the day that Freezer showed up and Goku was meant to return to Earth. What's going on? Well, what is going on is that the likes of Vegeta, Piccolo, Gohan, and Krillin arrive eventually to see this new power that has suddenly turned up on the planet and what it's all about. They spot that it's just one guy and that he doesn't seem to be too much of a problem, he's just standing there. Trunks spots them and instructs them from afar that he is here to wait for Goku and tells them to come to the precise location to wait with him. Little do they know that... Goku ain't coming. King Kai had been keeping tabs with Goku about Frieza's location, but since the tyrant was doing nothing really, just flying through space, and in no route to Earth anytime soon, or ever, Goku had told King Kai to not bother him anymore, so he could work on more training, having grasped the basics of instant transmission. Now having cleared that hurdle, Pibara offers Goku the chance to focus on a particular power that he could specialize in. If you've been au fait with the manga of Dragon Ball Super, examples can range from multiple copies of oneself, gigantification, and healing. Those are just the ones we know. What that ability is going to be, I shall reveal to you in the next part. As for Trunks, Frieza's absence has made him out to be a bit of a laughingstock. There's nothing really backing up his course. Vegeta grows tired of this hanging out in the desert, waiting for a future event to happen. That won't.
1: Either you tell us why you're here, or get back to your supposed
0: future, brat. Fess up! Trunks doesn't take kindly to being shouted at, especially from his father, but he can't let him know that. I don't understand. Goku's supposed to be here, and so is Frieza. What gives? Gohan then steps up. Frieza's still alive? Well, yeah. He's meant to be some kind of robot version of himself, and his dad was meant to be here too. That's why my mom. Mu- I was told. Vegeta scowls. Hm. so Kakarot failed to finish him off. <laughs> I knew he would blow it. That Super Saiyan power should have been mine. Trunks realizes that his mother might have been wrong, but he can't leave without telling these guys about the androids. There would have been no point coming. So he has no choice but to tell them instead. Before he leaves, he asks Gohan to give the heart medicine to his father should he return, because he will need it. What for exactly, he doesn't tell the kid, but with his mission complete, to the best of his ability, Trunks heads back to the future and the gang now have to figure out their next step without Goku here to help them. Great. Meanwhile, Frieza has continued to travel through space, stopping on various planets for supplies, growing more accustomed to not being Frieza. The freedom to move about uninterrupted has been very different, an interesting change of pace, but does miss getting what he wants all the time. He has to work for it now. It may be hard, but sometimes it can be satisfying. And the surly people he meets that don't follow this trend? (laughs) He just offs in one hit, quietly. I mean, old habits die young and all that. Back at Cold Planet 1, King Cold is busy observing the creation of an advanced project which has got all of his attention. He has not left its side since day one. The project file reads similar to Freezer's and that of Cooler's, the former's brother. It reads Trojan. Well, it turns out that there might be a third child of King Cold coming very soon to our screens, or more accurately, ears. If you wish to find out the next part, then Do check out next week when, after the next episode of Up on the Lookout, I will be revealing the next chapter of this story. I do hope that you enjoyed it, and if you wish to support Up on the Lookout, you can check out masterco.cc lookout and be able to pledge whatever you can and become a caretaker of the lookout. Until the next chapter, everyone, I do hope that you stay safe, and I do hope that you enjoyed today's story. Thank you very much, take care, and have a wonderful day. Goodbye.